Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist that is here to help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Now, here is your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to have you here listening in. This is your therapy doctor, Dr. Pauline Belton. And we have a great show today. We're going to be talking about grief and loss. I want to unpack this topic and subject for you. In the last few months, there's been so much going on in individual, family, um, society that has caused a lot of grief and loss. And I wanted to uh, tap into that with you today because I've been getting uh, a lot of questions around the topic. But before we get started, Thank you for listening this morning. This is your Monday Mental Health Hour with your therapy doctor. And if you have not gotten a chance to uh, listen in and catch up, you can always do so on your podcast streaming systems, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and tune in, Amazon, it is all there waiting for you. If this is your first time listening in, welcome. I appreciate you and I hope that you get what you need from this hour. Here we go. Here we go. What is grief? And and the, the topic of grief and loss is so vast. It's, it's a range of information, a lot of information to take in. And so I'm going to give you bite-sized portions of this topic because I want you to have the general basic and, 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 and hopefully resourceful pieces that you need to get started with your healing process, how you heal, and what does that actually mean for you? Because grief is, is unique. It is different for each and every person who experiences it. Um, because our losses are also just as unique. We may have a similar experience however you know from living in homes with your parents with your siblings even if you are individual or only child um, everyone sees things differently and experiences things differently even if it is uh, in the same you know situation and so Grief. Grief is simply a reaction to loss. And that's why they get paired together, because grief is a reaction to loss. It may be experienced through a number of different reactions. People may get sad or numb or actually feel physical pain because the loss may be that great. Um, the experience of grief may be brief or it could be a long lasting process for, for some people. 
depending on the loss and depending on the person, it is up to you to decide like, what does that mean for me? What does that look like for me? I want you to, to definitely know and understand grief does not have a time. And, and don't let anyone tell you that it does. It does not have a time stamp on it. Grief does have a process in which time is involved, meaning depending on what you're doing to heal, to get through the process of grief, which is your reaction to the loss, that could tell how long it takes for you to actually move and shift through the process. So we understand grief is the reaction to a loss. And, and then we've always heard the term mourning. M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. How are you mourning? And mourning is the expression of grief. Now we can have a sudden reaction to it. It may be um, sadness, numbness, physical pain. Those are things you can't see. However, mourning, that expression of grief, that could come in a, and it is felt in, or experienced and is conveyed. Meaning you could see someone sad and they're crying. And so you could see an expression of that um, in some cultures, a black wreath is on the door or there is a period of time where you are off of work and you are taking time to, um, to deal with the loss, to deal with the grief. And so those expressions or what we identify as mourning. What it, what are those traditions? What are those things that happen that shows an expression of mourning? And then grief and loss events. You know, the experience of grief is not just limited to the death of a loved one. And and I want you to really get this point because so often I find in and just practicing in my practice, you know, being able to consult, counsel, and and deal with people in groups. What is important for you to know is that grief comes from different experiences, not only the death of loved ones. You can be grieving in a number of ways. Um, through a number of of experiences and and here are just a few because you can be in grief because of a divorce or marital separation um, you can be in grief for um, infidelity infidelity that 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 sense of betrayal, that loss of trust, that loss of bonding, that could be a a grieving process for you because it may disrupt a relationship that you cherish, that you hold dear. Um, 
a family member in, or a friend or someone who is close to you who may be have been in a serious accident or um, have a serious illness that is, you know, taking their life slowly or being in a holding stance because the illness is is taking over. Um, you also could experience grief and loss if there's a significant move. If you're moving about different places and you're not stable, uh, that can cause a grieving process to incur. It could also cause um, grief and loss in terms of financial issues. If if you're used to or not even used to, um, you know, being secure, being safe with your finances, then that also could cause the grieving process to, you know, incur, to ignite, because there is a part of you that is is not feeling safe, that feels like something is missing. Um, being estranged from a family member, you know, they're not dead. Nothing's happened to them. You just don't get along and there's no no real connection. And that could incur a grieving process in which you, you feel as if you've lost something, um, a loss of belief. A, a loss of reputation, um, you know, the loss of a home, a devastation. People that go through these um, these huge natural disasters, the grieving process takes effect because they've lost something that is meaningful to them. So I want you to understand that when we talk about grief and loss, especially in the mental health field, it does not mean just the loss of a loved one, although that is what we most often, you know, um, associate with grief and loss. You could grieve the loss of anything, including yourself and and let that sit in for a second when you realize like wait a minute who am I today what has happened I used to be this I used to be that I want to get this back or I want to to be this particular person or even if you're not who you want to be but you you see the potential and 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 you may get saddened and you might have the reaction and you might even mourn the loss of self or the loss of a relationship or the loss of trust um, in a relationship, whether it is family, family, whether it's friends, um, co-workers or even enemies. Like what is what is it that you can associate with grief and loss because that does take effect on the mental health. Remember mental health, how we think, how we feel, how we behave. When we lose something and we don't properly go through that healing process that you need to um, be able to go through the stages of grief, 
to be able to to do the task of accepting or dealing with a loss, it can wreak havoc on your mental health, how you think, how you feel, and how you behave. And I want you to be able to unpack that with me here today. I want you to be able to know and understand because in a moment, when we come back from commercial, we're going to break down not only the reactions of grief and and loss, but I want us to also break down what are those stages? What are those tasks that we need to go through and do to begin to look at healing ourselves after a loss when we are grieving? This is your therapy doctor, and I am Dr. Pauline Belton. I am so excited to have you here with me. Please come back, listen in. We're going to continue this conversation. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing Awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated. Get resources. Get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com, where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, listeners. Thank you for coming back. This is your therapy doctor, and I am Dr. Pauline Belton. Remember, if you do have a question, if you want to chime in, the number to call is 866-472-5791. I would greatly appreciate hearing from you. And even if you have questions after, just 
hit us up on Instagram or just or Facebook at Your Therapy Doctor and send me a message. I love hearing from you. So we are talking about grief and loss. And we broke down grief as the reaction to loss and then mourning as the ex expression, how we show that we are in mourning because of a loss, because we are in the grieving process and knowing and understanding that it is unique to every single person who is grieving or have lost something. And it's not just about the death of a loved one. You can have everyday events or things that happen in your life that you feel a connection to. And when you lose that, it incurs that grieving process. And, and so I want us to to, to go through this theorized process because this has been established in the mental health field for years on years on years. And so um, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, that is the name, that is the significant name for the grieving process. When she began to really study the grief and loss process, we got into what's called the grief theory. And, and she said that there are five stages. And we've been going through this research of how do people actually go through the grieving process? And, and most of you will probably have already know this. The five stages, you know that denial. The second stage is anger. And then that bargaining is number three. Number four, depression. And number five, that final step is supposed to be acceptance. But here's the thing. We don't go through that just once. That is not a stage. That's not a process that we just, you know, it's not linear. And, and in the research, um, not only does Kubler-Ross, but um, Lindemann also says this is not a process that we go through just straightforward. You know, there are going to be times in our lives that, yes, you know, in a grieving process, there is denial, there's anger, we bargain, we don't want this to be real, the depression of it all, and then acceptance. Um, because not everyone will go through all five stages. Also, not everyone goes through this process in in a straightforward way. I mean, even prior to the development of the five stage model, um, Lennon said, hey, there are acute grief stages that also happen. And and we we can identify with this. If you've ever had a a, a significant or a a a loss um, on any range, there is a physical reaction. There, there is a, a a feeling, a thing that happens in the body, in the mind um, when we lose something of importance or we lose something that means something to us. Um, that loss, um, we can also get preoccupied with loss where we lose concentration. We don't 
um, we're not quite ourselves as we were prior to the loss. Um, some of us may go through guilt, um, hostility, um, you know, that angry feeling because we've lost something and, and being disorganized in the daily life and functioning. Those, those are also five stages that Lindman said, Hey, we go through many different stages and, 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 and it's not just straightforward. We can go into this circle, this funnel of grief if we are not careful. And then in recent years, um, you know, I'm the nerd part of me, which was John Bowlby. He started saying, hey, there's an attachment to bereavement. There's an attachment model. There are overlapping phases that happen. And, and I love this part because it helped me to help others in a way that I could begin to see how people uniquely go through the grieving process in order to heal. And so Bowlby said, hey, there's shock. There's that protest. There's that despair that happens. And then there's a recovery part. And, you know, for me, when I start to do research, when I start to learn different things in order to help my clients um, to go through their grieving process, to help family, to help friends, and even myself go through grieving process, hey, it takes, it, it's a phase that you go through at different parts of your life. Please know and understand that when you begin to heal or go through the grieving process in order to heal, you have to take, take a lot of stock in, okay, I have to take care of myself. I have to be able to to process this information. And, and guess what? Everyone needs a therapist. Everyone needs that support system that is going to help them to get through this, to get through the grief, to get through the loss, depending on how great the loss is and depending on your reaction to the loss. Listen to the people around you. You don't always know that you are reacting in a different way that people around you aren't used to. They can tell the subtleness that happens when, when people begin to withdraw, when people begin to not um, participate in family or friend functioning. They are not at their best when, it, when they're at work. They're beginning to fall short of the skills and the the functionality of daily living uh, when it comes to loss, when it comes to grieving or mourning a loss. And so those pieces are extremely important for you, not only to know in yourself, but when we begin to observe the people around us in our lives that we love and we take 
in that we want to be able to help. If you notice these things, then it's incumbent of you to be able to um, to do that expression of that. And so um, I read this online and it's from Vicki Harrison. And she said, grief is like the ocean. It comes on waves ebbing and flowing. Sometimes the water is calm and sometimes it is overwhelming. And all we can do is learn to swim. And that is the process of grief. You're going to have some highs and lows and it's going to feel like some days is okay. Sometimes it's going to feel overwhelming. Take that in, notice it, and be able to go through that process. You're going to need it. And it is no shame in it. There's no guilt in it. Everyone at some point will experience a grief of loss. And guess what? It is a natural, it's a human thing, and we are all human, and we are all here to learn and to grow and to take care of your mental health in the process. We know that there is a circle to life. And so don't, don't stay stuck. Allow your, your support system, your family, your friends, your co-workers. And sometimes it's a stranger that befriends you because they see something you don't see. And so that is when we, we go through those stages and we begin to know and understand that, oh, I need help. Get the help you need. Do what you need to be able to accept the reality of the loss. Be able to experience and process the grief and pain that comes with the loss. And then learn how to adjust to a world without a world without the deceased loved one a world without the loss that you've experienced, whether it is infidelity, whether it's trust, whether it is um, the um, financial issues. How do you adjust? Do you need to take a financial class? Do you need help from um, the people around you? Um when there's infidelity in the relationship, do you need to go to couples therapy? Do you need to, um, you know, consult with someone so that you can process the loss in a way that will propel you in a healthy way instead of leaving you stuck? How do you adjust to a world in which you've experienced a loss? that devastates you or just moves you and changes how you show up in the world. Those are things that you, we need to think about in terms of grief 
loss? And then how do we begin the steps to healing? You are listening to your therapy doctor, and this is Dr. Pauline Belton. We are talking about grief and loss, and we're going to come back and join this conversation. I can't wait to finish up with you. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing Awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated. Get resources. Get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com, where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. Mental health education, awareness, relationships, self-care, mental health therapies, and topics surrounding trauma. Your therapy doctor, hosted by Dr. Pauline Belton, has it all. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and a board-certified hypnotherapist. She will help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Your Therapy Doctor, Mondays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, listeners. Yes, I am here. I am back. And we are talking about grief and loss. This is your therapy doctor, and I am Dr. Pauline Belton. We are talking about what are those steps that you need to begin to take in order to grieve, heal, and process the loss so that you can begin to shift and work in your world after a loss, be able to thrive. And I know that does not seem possible some days for those who are grieving, for those who are mourning um, a loss, whether it be that of a loved one, that of a relationship, that of trust, um, that of a bond, those things are 
insurmountable sometimes and they become heavy. But know and understand that you are not alone. Everyone experiences grief and loss just in very different ways. And, and, and I want you to be able to know and understand that there are resources out there for you. Um, therapy is one as well as, you know, finding your support system. Um, but when you go through a devastating loss, I encourage everyone to find that resource that is going to help you in a way that is healthy and that is going to give you the tools that you need. And, and I know that that is found in therapy once you connect with someone that you can connect with. Okay. So there are four tasks that psychologist William Warden, he, it, I, I love reading some of his work because for him, accepting the reality of the loss. That is so how I work with my clients because that is a hard thing to do. It's hard for the brain to conceptualize loss, especially when it's so ingrained in you and this, this either person, place or thing being a part of your life, okay? But how do you begin to accept the reality? of the loss because that begins the process doesn't mean you forget accepting doesn't mean you forget accepting means that okay i know i understand it may hurt however how do i move forward how do i keep one foot in front of the other so that i don't stay stuck in this pain um, I don't stay stuck in whatever reaction that you have. And then experience and process the grief. You know, denial is one thing. But when you begin to tell yourself, okay, no, this is reality. This happened to me. And I'm not going to shut it out. I, it's going to hurt. It's not going to feel good. I am going to experience it but I need help. I need my family. I need my friends. I need, I need those small groups of people that are going to pour into me, that are going to listen to me, that are going to give me tools, that are going to be of support. Because if they don't come with those things, they are not helping your process. And that's why therapy is so important because sometimes, you know, we may not have that in our lives. We, not, we may not have that extended family or that extended friendship, but you can find a therapist that will help you um, or a, 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 gr a grief group that will help you to show up and, and be a part of something to help you go through these stages. Because... There is an adjustment that happens when you experience loss. 
because your world is see you see your world differently you see your world differently and I can make those connection with people because I've gone through loss before. I'm a therapist and I, I work in my full-time practice, but I also go into corporate practices and I talk to agencies and I'm always being like, what do you, what, what happens when you've gone through a loss, but you still have to show up for work because you're at a fortune 500 organization or a 100 fortune company or you're at the police department or you work at the hospital in which you're caring for people right or if you're a therapist and you've experienced a loss how do you adjust in your world to still show up and take one foot in front of the other and and that is different for every person it's different for every person to begin to know and understand like, oh, okay, this is me. In our grief reaction, people will grieve differently. And I keep saying that to you because you are uniquely made. You are, you are an individual with all the potential and promise of your life. And what does that look like? And and so I want you to be able to understand that with your feelings and emotions change, you could feel a multitude of things. You could feel shock, regret, um, fatigue, helplessness, anger, anxiety. Those are just a few of the feelings of emotion that could come when you're having a grief reaction. And then let's, let's look at what happens to the thought, what happens to the mind. Remember when we talk about mental health, it's how you think and how you feel and how you behave. And so when, you th when you're thinking, that thinking can get so confused. It could be difficult to concentrate because you're having a grieving reaction. You're human. It's okay to experience those things because you've suffered a loss. You may be you you may get forgetful. You may forget things. Um, time may be just distorted. <laughs> I, I remember losing my mother. When I lost my mother a few years ago, time just dissipated because she was one of my best friends, but she was my mother. And so that loss, in, it ignited something different in me. And so in order for me to be able to process I had to go through these parts of acceptance of reality and then experiencing the process. That wasn't an easy thing to do, you know? It wasn't easy, but learning how to grieve and, and, and process the pain in a healthy way began to help me heal. Doesn't mean that I don't circle back. 
sometimes because guess what life experiences will bring you back to things that that person place or thing that you lost or you grieve it will trigger something for you it will it will invite something for you or in you that says oh wow i remember this i wish this or i wish that but how do you have a healthy adjustment to your world when your loss gets triggered and and you can do that by doing several different things and we're going to get into that in just a moment but do understand that thoughts that time distortion it comes in and you begin to think deeply what about those actions and behaviors becoming absent-minded boy did I go through that I was absent-minded a lot and I had to take time for myself I had to be able to nurture myself I had to call on family and friends to have discussions with I had to speak to my therapist I leaned on my husband and my child and my godchildren and I ended up being in a good place because I had I built that support system around me and sometimes the support system may not be enough because we we feel things that may be beyond them. And so, yes, I'm a therapist with a therapist. And that's because I know the value of it. And when you connect and you begin to do that process, you need someone who knows what that process looks like, feels like and sounds like. And then those physical sensation, boy, you could feel physical pain, exhaustion, um, loss of appetite, loss of energy. All of those things come into effect when you are going through the process of grieving and mourning. I hope that this is some good information for you. I hope not only for you to be able to see it in yourself, but see it in the people around you who you know have experienced a loss and are grieving. This is your therapy, doctor. We're coming back to summarize and wrap up and give you some more resources. See you in a moment. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments is spotlighting Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Bringing awareness aims at fighting negative stigmas and promoting the positive education of mental health. This provides support and resources and advocacy for equal mental health care. As licensed clinical providers, we at Open Conversations Counseling and Assessments work throughout the year to help clients and families affected by mental health disorders and illnesses meet their goals for quality of living and life. Get educated. Get resources. Get in the conversation. To learn more, visit us at openconversationsllc.com, where life happens one conversation at a time. Remember, mental health is important. You are important. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866 472 5791. That's 866 472 5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, everyone. This is your therapy doctor, and I am Dr. Pauline Belton. Thank you for coming back. We are about to summarize grief and loss. And we've we've had a lot of information I've given you today, and I want you to be able to to not only know and understand, but be able to use this information for yourself as well as for others around you. The other part that I want us to get, which is very important, because in any process in life, you have to be able to take care of yourself. You have to do the very basics of taking care of yourself during grief and loss. And and that's important because your mental health is important, how you think, how you feel, and how you behave. And and you can't circumvent that, okay? If you even need help in this department, rally around and 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 gather the resources that you need. And so Basic self-care when you're grieving is so important. Um, and, and I'm going to give you a few tips to that. And the very minimum, and I, and I tell this to, to groups and individuals alike, drink water. Hydrate yourself. However you hydrate yourself, hydrate yourself in a healthy way. If you notice that you're drinking too much alcohol, that you're drinking, you know, too much soda, too much, um, too much that will dehydrate you, use more water, drink more water. Hydration is important for the brain and for your body. You need it more than you know just in regular life. But when you're grieving, so much comes out of you physically. You, you lose your appetite. You lose a lot of the nutrients in your body. So hydration is extremely important in the grieving process. Eat nutritious meals. It, and, and you may not feel like you have an appetite. You may not want to eat a full meal. But having, you know, a sandwich or um, a fruit uh, with water, um, drinking water and having, you know, 
maybe a fruit and a sandwich. Maybe you have a snack that you enjoy. Please eat something at least three to five times a day, even if it's a small meal. Maybe it's a smoothie that someone can make you or you can make and it has protein in it that will help you. Hydration, nutrition is important for the mind and the body to heal in the grieving process. Getting adequate sleep. Sometimes you will feel as if you can't sleep because your brain is racing that you may not be able to stop thinking. That's when you need to talk to a therapist who um, may refer you to a psychiatrist, someone to, um, to prescribe you something to help you sleep. And maybe you can be... Um, can go to acupuncture or um, to help you relax your mind and body. Maybe you could go to an, uh, a local organic store um, or just be able to find a way to relax and soothe yourself, okay? Exercise is, is this is so important. And I say this often and, and, and yes, exercise can be daunting. But exercise can be as simple as you stretching, stretching your body, getting that oxygen in your muscles, in your joints, in your brain, that deep breathing that I always talk to you about is extremely important because it, it, it races oxygen to the mind and the body. And you need that in order for you to, to just be more resilient in body and mind, okay? So exercise, and even if you go for a walk, you may not feel like being around people, so walk around your apartment building. Walk around your, walk around your, your room. Walk around the apartment or house that you live in, you know? Take time to do that. You know, take naps, but really monitor yourself. Are you getting out? Are you seeing people? Are you really dealing with the tasks of mourning, of grieving in a healthy way? And then another thing is to seek, seek treatment. If you know this is getting too heavy for you, that you don't have the correct support system that you need, I encourage you. My suggestion is always to talk to your primary care doctor, talk to your local um, clinic, find yourself a competent, licensed, connected therapist that will help you to go through this process and help you to rebuild so that you can adjust to your world with the loss that you've experienced, whether it is a person, a place, or a thing, okay? You need that because you're important and so is your mental health. And what does that actually look like? What are some quick tips? <laughs> some quick tips you may, like, I am a, a tactile person. I am a self, 
um, sensual person. So I love scented candles, scented oils, um, essential oils. I have them all over my home. So my office as well. And, and, and those things help. I love pens. And so I write with certain pens because it, it makes me feel good. Yes, these are my quirkiness. <laughs> you have to find yours. Find what works for you because this is what works for me, okay? Um, drinking water infused with um, fruit. Um, I love ginger tea. So anything ginger I love because it, it's that boldness. And so it, it, it shifts how I feel. Okay, and and by no means does this cure all. These are things that you have to find that just the little things that you begin to do to take care of you, to pour into you, to to soothe you. Do it. Do it because that's what you need for you. It doesn't always take money. Find a place in your home, even if it's when the kids go off to school or you find yourself in your home by yourself. Maybe you need to take a half a day from work or go into work late or go in or leave work early. And it gives you just enough time for you to go home, kick your feet up and watch a funny movie or a comedy show or your favorite silly show. I love to watch no nonsense things because it it takes my mind off of being at work or doing work or or even feeding my grief, feeding my loss. This is your therapy doctor, and I am Dr. Pauline Belton. It has been my pleasure to, to share with you the, the knowledge of grief and loss. And, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. So do your research, find your therapist, do your work to heal so that you can show up in the world with your mental health stronger than before. How you think, how you feel, how you behave. This is your therapy doctor, and I'm Dr. Pauline Belton. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Your Therapy Doctor. We hope we have given you some useful information to make your therapy journey easier. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.